Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and you're listening to In the House. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, air conditioning. Each week, I'm joined by a panel of experts. We pick a topic and we discuss it in depth. It's meant to be informative and hopefully bring you some value. On this episode, uh, we're actually going to be talking about uh, sewer odors in the house, what causes them, where to look to find them, and how do we get rid of them. I'm uh, joined by Matt and Jesse. They're uh, part of the management team over the sewer and drain department at Any Hour Services. Welcome back, guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so let's uh, let's just jump right into this. You've I know you guys have told me before when we were talking about odors and what causes them that a lot of people think that they're coming from one place and that's not usually the most common place that smells are coming from. So tell me a little bit more about where people actually think they're coming from. So to kind of go back a little bit, cameras on the episode just started. We can't go back we're, very we're far. We're going back to <laughs> plumbing you want me to start and, over and how it started. How Camera, plumbing started. Cameras Roman on, Empire is on that? the available for people in general, contractors, cameras, sewer cameras okay. that you can stick down a line. They came very popular about six years ago okay. and, and people started getting them when that became more popular and easier to look down a pipe. Uh, it, a lot of people were seeing stuff they'd never seen before. And then people started talking about it and that's where a lot of the hey i've got a really bad smell i want to get it cameraed i think there's a crack or i think i can see it and that was the a big misunderstanding that one you're going to be able to see a crack from the inside or a joint that's not sealed up um, unless it's like an obvious break or a screw through it you wouldn't see that and so we got flooded with a lot of smell calls on the the camera end of it right off the bat when that became popular and so uh 20 years ago this was pretty common sense when you get a smell you would take a five gallon bucket around and start dumping it in your drains and um and the reason being is they all have a p-trap in them and what a p-trap does is it holds water well, well Ed, before you explain that so let's let's uh let's just explain so people think that a lot of smells come from some type of broken pipe or something is broken in the system and they think that's where the smell is coming from but as you were just about to explain yes if you smell something that is not normal you shouldn't actually be smelling things because when they designed your plumbing system in your home it's designed to keep those odors out and you were about to go through and explain so explain to me those features of a work a properly working plumbing system that keep the smells out okay yeah so uh you're right a proper system should not smell you shouldn't be able to smell drain smells sewer smells that that's just the way it's designed is where it's you're not smelling anything at all and the way that works is it's based off of um a couple of different methods one is the vent issue and and the venting issue is uh, made for a couple different reasons one is to keep the water flowing in the pipe so if it's a straw and you hold the straw pull it out of a cup it's got to be able to vent to be able to move so one is to suck air down the line to, to move the water the second is to draw the gases away from the home or the person and the other way they up vent up out of a roof now the other thing that a lot of people don't realize is there's a certain height to those vents also so if you i don't know if you've 
messed around with chimneys or or smoke and you got to catch that funnel where the air is moving to where it's not sucked back down around the house the homes are designed that way also to where the vent is at a certain height to where it is going to be draft away from the home and not pulled down into the house is that yeah, then that makes sense. I mean, I, I don't know what those different heights are. And it's are. different everywhere depending on the, the area altitude. And so that that's the one feature I don't think a lot of people think about. So you've got the vent. The vent takes the gases and the smells away from it. And then in each drain that is open, so a sink, a shower, a tub, a floor drain, uh, even the washer and dryer where your, your washer and dryer dumps into it, each one of those open drains um, have what we call a P-trap. A P-trap is a 90, uh, a, a, a 90, the snake 90. Why don't you describe it? There's one right there. What, so a P-trap is, if you look underneath any sink, you've got the line coming down from the sink itself and it goes into uh, a u-shaped it's called a p because on the side um, but like if you look at it from the side it looks kind of like a p but the drain goes into it and it's really designed to um, any water that you're taking it pulls it away and if you look at the bottom of that shape at the bottom of that p-trap if you can if you could imagine and we'll put something on the on the video if you happen to be watching there but if you could imagine a line where the water would actually set the water that you're talking about that creates a a chamber that the gas can't come back through right. so it allows for whatever you're draining to like go but it always leaves that water there is that is that what you mean yes exactly thank you and so with that they're back before cameras when we talked i think it was a little more known on some drains that weren't used very often the water will evaporate in that p-trap and you'll be able to smell the sewer gases that are connected to that drain line and so people would go around i think it was more known because i saw my dad do it as a kid and and uh um now when the camera came out that's that's tying back to the camera so when those drains do don't get used much they evaporate you are going to be connected to not only all the house drains but also to the city drain and so you're getting some some serious smells from it but it's not designed for that feature you should it could have a leak in it in it or it also could just be evaporated because it's been years and years that you haven't used it so you know that there is that special case but so, working properly it should not smell and you said you said special case and and uh, when the when the drain is actually uh, working like it should and you're actually getting a drain smell like that's actually the the problem that's usually what it is is the second third or fourth bathroom in the home or a floor drain that you don't use ever um, and that has dried up and then the smell is actually able to make it out of there uh, but when you are using it in a properly working drain a proper um, proper p-trap that is consistently cycling uh, fresh water out as you brush your teeth comb your hair wash your hands you should not get any smells out of there so what we'll do is we'll actually go through the different rooms in the house uh, where, you know, where you've got plumbing and are using them, where you might be smelling things. And we'll talk about what are the most common things uh, so that you might find or where the smells might be coming and some things that we can do to try and remedy that. And then at the end of it, it's like, okay, well, if we can't find the smell at what point, you know, who do you call and when do you, you get there? So, um, so let's just start out because 
as far as like if people are smelling things, it's going to depend what room you're in um, of what you would actually look for. So let's start in the kitchen. So if you're in the kitchen, I think it goes without saying, if you're, if you're having a smell, the first thing you want to do is actually clean. Uh, you know, make sure that you don't have dishes pile up in the sink with with food and stuff uh, that's been that's been con- or on the plates and are starting to smell. So clean everything first and see if that eliminates the smell. Then, if everything is clean and you're still having a smell, what's the next place people should look? Uh, bachelors definitely want to open that dishwasher. There might be a load that's been there for a week that you haven't ran and go ahead and push start on that. So that's a good spot. Okay. So run the dishwasher. So if the dishwasher hasn't, (laughs) hasn't been run for a while, um, garbage disposals, uh, are another one, uh, garbage disposals. They obviously take all the waste from the sink and, and whatever food you're putting down it. And, um, depending on how much use and water you're running down it, you can get some food build up in that. So yeah, I would clean that. And I mean, everyone does a little different. I, I like to do it with ice and, and run some water and, and it kind of just stirs it all up and good way to clean it that way. And, um, so, the other side is if you're two sink set up, you'd have a garbage disposal on one and a drain on the other. Um, if I'm looking for a smell in any of the rooms, after cleaning like you'd said i would have a flashlight with me and because one thing i do want to know is i want to know if i found the smell or not before i start running water and so i would look down with a flashlight um, on the second sink if you have one and see is there water standing in that p-trap if there's not you you may have a leak and you might want to inspect underneath of that a little closer okay so in the kitchen step one clean uh step two use a flashlight, look down uh, the drain that does not have a garbage disposal on it and see if you can see water down in the bottom. If you can't see water, run water for a few minutes and let that P-trap fill back up. Next, you want to make sure that you've run the dishwasher, you don't have smell coming from there, and then the garbage disposal. I do think, because I mean, we recorded a, an episode just on garbage disposals yesterday, um, the, the proper use of a garbage disposal, one, turn, turn the water on, then put your food down, let the garbage disposal run for a little bit, and then turn the garbage disposal off. But you want to have water running the whole time so that it is taking all of the food particles that can build up and flushing them out. And in addition to like using ice, one thing that people don't realize is in that garbage disposal, if you look down on the garbage disposal side, there's usually a black rubber baffle that, uh, you know, where things kind of go inside. Sometimes food and things can get hung up on the underside of that baffle that can cause some odors some nicer garbage disposals you can actually pull that out and clean it if you can't pull that out you know take a sponge and try and pull it back the best you can and take your hand and run run up under there with like you know soap and water and try and clean the underside of that off so that that eliminates some some odors um i've heard people also like use um citrus rinds to to try like run those through it to try and freshen that up a little bit anything else in a kitchen that uh could be causing the only thing i would add to that is is once you've shined the light if you had to add water i would open the sink up pull some stuff so i could see the plumbing underneath of it if the water's missing in that p-trap and you're using your kitchen pretty regularly that's probably a sign that you probably are losing water from that p-trap 
So I would run the water as I'm inspecting underneath of it, seeing if I have any drips or leaks underneath of that. That's a good point, especially if it is a commonly used, like if you're using it often, like a kitchen sink, if you're using it regularly, I would not expect the P-trap to evaporate. So if you don't have water in the bottom of that P-trap, more than likely there's a leak somewhere or something going on. So so check that out. Right. Okay. Um, Before you d- step away from that, the the dishwasher, just running the dishwasher is not necessarily going to fix the issue. Um, proper plumbing and install on the dishwasher is a big deal. Your dishwashers have their own... Um, uh, uh, filters or catch-all and stuff and a lot of stuff will get in those and so you can run your dishwasher all you want with soap in there but that food and that junk that didn't get out that you actually have to open up that little um, pocket in the bottom that all the dishwashers have them different but you actually have to remove that food and a lot of times that's the smell you're getting it'll travel through the pipe and come up the sink and you'll think you have a smell in the sink when the problem's actually in your dishwasher so proper plumbing of how they they go together with the disposal the dishwasher and the sinks matters a lot i've, I've been to a, a many calls where the tube from the dishwasher is corrugated and it catches food and needs to be pulled out and cleaned and then the smell goes away so there's the kitchen sink's got a lot of little nooks and crannies you could you could find some things you, you really do need to scope it with a flashlight like like matt said okay so just do a little bit of investigation work okay the next area uh bathrooms let's talk about where um some smells come from in the bathroom so bathrooms uh obviously you have your bathroom sink maybe two sinks in it um and then tub or shower or both um actually before you start to let's on each of these and i'll just remind you but the first place you want to look especially if it's a a bathroom that's not getting used a lot you know you always want to look and make sure that there's water in the p-trap so use your flashlight look down in the sinks make sure you see water down there Uh, and also on a shower even though you can't see a p-trap does it have a p-trap it does Mm -hmm. and so if you look down the bathtub drain should you be able to see water down there yes and the shower as well okay cool so you would do the same steps as you did in the, the kitchen P-trap. and you'd Clean, want, <laughs> number you'd one. Clean, you'd go through, you'd do the clean, and you'd want to hit the spots that you normally aren't looking. And, and as you're cleaning, you want to look because a lot of times mold smells will be mistaken with um, sewer, sewer smells. smells. And so you're, you're looking for open mold and any kind of grime that needs to be cleaned up. Look in your P-traps. If there's not water standing, I would suggest the same thing. I don't know how long it takes water to evaporate from the P-traps, but that's the only reason why it shouldn't be there. So if it's missing, there's something going on. So I would inspect that pretty thoroughly after I put water and let it run down that for a while as I'm looking at it. Maybe even put something underneath it so I can see if there's any drips um, before it goes into the wall. Um, And then uh, another thing we found uh, mistaken by drain smells is some pretty gnarly hairballs in tubs. Um, so, uh, the tubs, they, they, I don't know, I'm sure you've pulled hairballs out of your own tub, but we've had some that just got some pretty potent smell to it. And, um, with it in the drain and being sitting for a long time, every time they'd add water to it, that smell would evac- kick up. And, and so then it's they like were like, Oh man, I must have a leak or something. And, and then our, our technicians will get there and they'll pull sometimes a foot long hairball out of there and man holy crap they they smell so i would check that out also so tub and shower if you're smelling something uh coming from there if you don't have a a device that 
that pulls hair out. You could take a, a wire coat hanger and bend the tip over and like, you know, fish it down and see if you can pull some hair out that way. Um, but hair gunk like that. And then another, another thing in the bathroom, let's talk about toilets because I mean, if you're in the bathroom, you're expecting smells sometimes, but sometimes when that smell lingers, you're like, Oh, this doesn't seem normal. No one is used to this bathroom and it smells. Yeah. And before you run to to toilets, sorry, let's back up on the, the showers and your sinks, depending on uh, what kind of countertops, you know, tile or anything like that. If you, if you have um, like grout and stuff, that's very porous. And so you have to think, you know, you're trying to get your wash your face, you wash your hands, you brush your teeth, you're trying to get all that stuff to go down the sink. Well, unfortunately it splashes all over the place and that grout and stuff is porous, soaks it up. That's another, that's another cause for a, a smell or, you know, I, I wouldn't say sewer smell, but what a lot of, uh, is commonly um, uh, concerned concerned or called mistake it mistake for, a for a plumbing smell because it's coming from there got it and so if you've got a lot of that tile or that porous uh, material in there cleaning it on a regular basis and then drying it after you clean it not leaving it wet well you bring another point up since you talk about the grout um it especially in tub surrounds or where you've uh tiled in a in a mm-hmm. tub or a shower you you notice caulking that's put in and that caulking is there too so that you don't have water get back behind those things and uh as the older the tub and the shower gets the more likely that caulking is to come off or um if you've got little kids and they like to pull at things and they're like oh look a string and they just pull off all of the caulking from it all of a sudden you can like get water back behind there and that can actually start to cause an odor as well that's that's a perfect point every year um the, my, the two bathrooms I use the most, I recalk around the tub and the shower because it, it starts to crack after about a use a, a year's worth of use. Mm. My third bathroom, obviously not not yet, but um, it's really easy to learn how to to caulk around those and tear caulk off. But that's an easy, you know, you know, weekend job for anybody to to recalk around there and, and keep that water in the inside the tub or the shower instead of in the wall. If you're noticing caulking gone and like water getting back behind there and you're paying attention to it. Um, how do they like just caulking over water is going to trap that moisture back there. So what's, what's a process that they can do? I mean, do they take a hair dryer and like try and, you know, blow back there? Do they turn the bathroom fan on, get a fan going in the room and let not use the shower for a little bit? I'm if, if you haven't noticed it for a while and you got that much water back there, that that's a different issue. But if you've noticed it quickly, uh, there shouldn't be enough water in there to create the smell. But if you've got a if you've got enough water in there to create a smell like that on a consistent basis, you've got a different uh, issue, and you might want to investigate. You Call know, somebody. Yeah, because you could have mold. But if you've noticed it quickly, dry it up, let it dry out, don't run any water, and then seal it up, and then caulk it. Okay. Um, let's see. So okay. So toilets. Um, what are some issues there? So I, my wife thinks I'm weird because i think toilets are pretty cool you know but we talked about drains and how drains um all the drains in the house have their own p-trap uh the toilet drain line is the the one that does not um that the p-trap is actually inside the toilet and if you look at the side of the toilet you'll see it in, in the mold of it and so we have found some smells on um mostly uh a level of a home either uh level with a crawl space underneath of it or an upstairs where it's plywood underneath of it not t- 
typically not the downstairs basement one where the toilet's sitting on a concrete floor. But if the wax ring is not sealed up around that uh, flange on your toilet, um, you can flush, you're gonna get some water, but you'd be amazed how much smell you get more than water because the smell is constantly coming out. Um, with the, the toilet being your P-trap and with the wax ring going to the flange of your toilet, if that's not sealed and, and um, tightened down to the flange properly, you will get smells, but you'll also get some leaks and, and some damage from that water. We found some where the floor underneath of it's rotted out. We found some that had just been dripping down into crawl spaces for a while. No one even noticed it. And, and so that's one place I would suggest, you know, obviously you've already cleaned it, but I would get on facing the toilet, hold both sides of it, and kind of give it a little rock. See, see how well your toilet's sealed. If you do have movement on the bowl itself, and you can see it's all the way to the bottom, more than likely you need to have a new wax ring and adjust those bolts. And so that's something if you've done before, um, it definitely needs to be done right. You, you can, a lot of people are very capable of, or you may want to call a professional to do that. Gotcha. Um, another place in bathrooms would be uh, with the sink itself, we talked about, uh, you know, the P-trap and we talked about uh, hair being stuck in the tub or the shower. But in the sink, those plumbing pipes are actually uh, accessible. And if on most bathroom uh, sinks, they've got that little rod that you can pull up and it pulls the stopper down to to make it so that you can like collect some water in the in the sink. Well, the way that that mechanism works is there is a rod sticking in through the pipe that is connected to that stopper. And all that is is something for things to get hung up on because the same way you get hair in the tub in the shower, you can get hair hung up on those things as well. Not to mention you as you, you know, wash your face, brush your teeth, shave, you know, you're cleaning cosmetics off your face. There's so much stuff that can get hung up in there. And that is that section between the sink and where the P-trap is, there's nothing stopping odors from coming back up there. And so if you're smelling an odor, if you stick your nose down by the, um, by the, in the sink and you're like, oh, I smell something and you're seeing water down in there, you may want to actually take those pipes apart underneath and clean them out because that'll, that'll clear everything up at, or that'll clean everything out um, and, and can help eliminate an odor there. How often do you guys see that when you're out in homes? So that's actually like you're spot on. Like if you can put your nose right next to that sink, you know, bathroom sink, and you're getting the smell from there, like you got a double vanity uh, like I do. Um, if I put my sink, my nose next to my wife's um, and she has a smell and, and I put it next to mine and I don't have a smell, obviously it's hers. And, and just cleaning those P-traps out, pulling those pipes apart underneath, that, that usually takes care of it 110%. Um, and it's just like what you said, the hair gets caught, but then it starts to build up with everything that we use. You know, if you were to take all of your, your hygiene products, throw them all in a buffet, bucket, add some water, room temperature out in the garage and let it sit for two days, you, you'd smell that. Um, and just a little tip, especially if you don't do this very often before you take all of those parts and pieces, you know, apart underneath the sink, maybe take your phone, snap a picture so you can see, cause it does have to be put together a certain way in yes. order for it to work properly. You yes. definitely want to look at the way the gaskets are facing also. That is so, so true. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can't tell you like the first couple of times that I did it, I was like, wait, 
is this upside down? Is this right side up? And I put it together and it leaks. And I'm like, ah, redo it. <laughs> you know, maybe this doesn't need to be said, but I feel it, I feel it does because we run into it. Um, you know, an awful smell in your sink uh, can come if you're using your sink as, as your toilet because your toilet doesn't work. I mean, a number one, you know, going pee. We've, we've seen it. And uh, when you fill the pee trap full of that, it's, it's, not, it's definitely going to cause a smell. So let's not do that. Well, I don't know if you should even touch on that one. Mike. Well, we we run we run into it. We run into it. So so the toilet's not working, and they just use the number sink. one. Yes. Okay. But they and won't try and like. I better tell you the, the reason why they know this. Okay. So okay. In the drain sounds world, sounds like a great story. In the drain world, they we have our technicians that work on urinals quite a bit. Okay. And uh, the urinals that they they see what problems urinals have and the, the backup and it comes from um the pee actually has uh what are they the little beads or cow yeah, yeah. what do they call my, that my my pee does not have it, beads it does it. It most it does. certainly does it, it has it's a got ca- beads it has a it has a build up on it yes it does and so we've actually had technicians that have worked on a lot of urinals and have seen this for years and and then went and actually pulled a sink apart and found the same issues with the sink. I feel like there's a better way to explain like your your urine having beads in it because beads sounds like such a large particle. Like people would Cal- notice calcium buildup and whatever you want like to call it. Like that doesn't sound right either. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't, you guys need to find Jason, out the technical terms. Jason was here. He would, there, okay. He, he's seen this, you know. So, so urine is, uh, it, it has more mass. The, the molecules and are, are more thicker. Mass is appropriate either. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if you made that any better. Yeah. And, 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 and we may have worked on urinals and seen it, uh, but I have literally been to homes where the customer has openly admitted, sorry, my, my toilet wasn't working, so I used the sink. Okay. So, okay. Wait, wait, go, go back. You're, so you're saying that like the reason we know this is that our guys work on urinals and finish the story. I got sidetracked by the beads in your well, urine. Well, they've worked on urinals and seen the buildup in, in these urinals from strictly urine, you know, and, and then they went to customers with sinks having issues and then outright just confronted the, the customer on, hey, man, this is what I see in urinals. And they said, yeah, that's that's what I have done in the past. And gotcha. So, so, so what you're saying is you can end up with, so if anyone out there is one of those people that utilize the sink because it's a urinal, a urinal, uh, you'll get build up on the pipe going yeah, down to the, the P trap, or you may end up, hopefully you're running water and flushing the sink after you're done with that, it. But that's it, the key. Cause if you re, if you push all the fresh water out of your P trap with for just urine, urine you're in trouble. You're, <laughs> you're in for smells. You're going to get that smell. <laughs> uh, moving on. Anything else in the bathroom? <laughs> I think we have exhausted that. All right. Uh, let's. But you did uh, there. Uh, when it comes to bathrooms, uh, Matt had said crawl spaces. That is one actual where uh, a cracked pipe that we wouldn't be able to see. But you would, you know, if you have a crawl space and all of a sudden it's starting to show up, we do. Uh, locate uh, drain problems in the or, or pipe problems integrity problems when we open up crawl space and we can see wet ground so if you if you do have a crawl space 
um, and, so and your nose checked, smells, there's a possibility. If you checked there. all those basic things right. in the room right. and you're still having a smell and you know that there's a crawl space underneath, then maybe hop up under the house or grab right. a flashlight and yeah. look where that is. See if you're noticing Correct. moist earth. Yeah, what I was going to mention on that is like once you've gone through, if you're looking for a smell and you've gone through and checked the rest of the plumbing in the home, it would be more of a two-man process. You would have one running fixtures as you work your way through the crawl space with the flashlight that you can see, you're gonna hear it, you know, and you can inspect for for leaks and, and cracks and stuff like that. Um, some crawl spaces, you, you wanna make sure you're either doing it with two people, make sure it's a safe spot to be in. Sewer gases really are no joke. You, you, uh, you can be killed from them. And, and so uh, I wouldn't suggest just anyone going in a crawl space uh, that's a tight, confined space without other people or or yeah, a little bit of knowledge. Definitely don't send your your child child down there with a flashlight. You know, you're small. Go mm, in that hole. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. And that's for people with crawl spaces. A lot of homes, you know, the pipes run underground. You can't see them, so you don't know. Mm. But the crawl space is ones you might be able to get a visual on it. Got it. All right. So um, laundry rooms is that? Uh, I remember going out on a call with uh, someone. Customer called and they were having a smell in their laundry room. Uh, what where are some common places in the laundry room laundry room is is uh, got some similar things going on like the kitchen sink okay so you got p-trap and some of them have floor drains some of them haven't so those are the obvious ones you're going to check for water um, but your washer machine and sometimes a dryer it gets build up they make cleaning pellets and stuff like that for it and a lot of washers have a corrugated exit pipe builds up with a lot of stuff in there and that's a lot of where the smell comes from or if you have a front loader gets caught in the door and it doesn't necessarily smell like sewer but it's very muggy very wet musty musty yeah. and and um people who aren't used to it would confuse it for a sewer smell or water some kind of water smell so your laundry has similar things that a a dishwasher or something like that would have so uh, those are some things you definitely want to check especially if your uh, clothes washer is a little older and you've never cleaned it before that's the first thing to check Okay, cool. Um, there also floor drains. There, mm -hmm. there can be a floor drain there. Mm -hmm. Make so sure that there's laundry rooms. You get a, uh, a lot of different styles of floor drains, and some of the washers they're on a um, shoot. What do they call those? A floor drain pan. A drain pan. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> on that drain pan, because it's usually on a second level. That mm -hmm. drain pan has a drain in the pan which is typically a floor drain that goes over and ties into some plumbing somewhere and so you can get a smell from the drain pan itself mm. um, other ones uh, that you see more common are just on a concrete uh, floor with a floor drain in it if you do have a floor drain there in the where the pan is do they usually does it is there a p-trap built in right under that or does it go a ways uh, does it drain a ways and then there's a P-trap? They've got them both ways. And so gotcha. most of them, the, the most typical one you see drains away into a P-trap. Got it. And so that one, you're not going to be able to shine a flashlight in a good point and see it. They do have some um, older ones that are a little higher raised that have a P-trap right under it. Um, they have some that actually just come right out the front and guide it into a floor drain on a concrete surface, you know, so uh, you'd have to just, See so that's one that, I mean, in, unless your washing machine is overflowing quite often, that's one that could possibly evaporate. Um, 
Are oh yeah, yeah. So, so put water the, in most that definitely. One. Most common areas that we find smells when customers have done their most due diligence and trying to find it are floor drains in laundry rooms, utility rooms. Um, that the ones that are more impressive are the ones that uh, home they've moved into um, didn't know that there used to be a, a floor drain in that room. Um, someone had done flooring over it, carpet, mm-hmm. linoleum. And actually that floor drain is evaporated and dried up and then there's smells coming from that. Mm. And so you, you'll find floor drains that didn't exist. And so really your, your best way of detecting all of this is, is your nose, really. You, you get around, find that smell, feel your flooring. You might feel a little indention in the mm-hmm, carpet mm-hmm. and it's a good sign that, hey, there's something underneath there. Yeah, we actually, this uh, just recently happened to me with a customer. Uh, we had done some plumbing uh, on their septic tank and before they moved into the home, the previous owners had built a closet around a floor drain in the basement, and they kept getting this this sewer smell. I'd been up there multiple times. I couldn't find it. I, I've located the one floor drain, and uh, he called me and said, I found another floor drain. And uh, they had put paint cans over it inside that closet that the previous owner had built around it, and it was empty. And so that's where the smell was coming from, and we just uh, dumped a little water in it, and boom, there you go. Mm. So though that those are that that's actually a good point. You can I've seen people carpet over them and stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, so let's let's talk about basements because I I would have thought that floor drains would mainly be in a basement, um, but you're saying you, you could have floor drains. I guess your shower is a floor drain in it, <laughs> but uh, like it, on the main level uh, of the house. If it if it's something that had been remodeled, I, I can see that. Okay, makes sense. Um, okay, well, so ba- your, your newer codes require if you've got something like that, like a washer on a second or third floor, they've got to have a floor drain there for it to overflow and go down. Gotcha. Where older homes, that's that wasn't the code back then. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so basements. Let's cover uh, basements real quick. Where where are some common areas where um, you might have smells coming from? So the places that the main places I check are the floor drains. I would really smell and, and feel and do some detective work on feeling if there were some additions or anything like that, like we just talked about. But um, the other one in a basement, uh, a typical home that has plumbing in the basement, um, what you'll find is what we call as a stack. And uh, I like to think of the the stack. You've got your main sewer line that comes down. typically in your utility room it'll come down a wall there'll be a t which is a clean out um, but that is your stack where everything ties into it so it's like a big tree trunk going up with all the branches coming off of it going to bathrooms kitchens that stack is your vent that's your main vent and so i would follow that up to wherever i could see and i would look for calcium buildup i'd look for cracks um You'll see a lot of those where they may have used some cast iron and there might be some old cast iron in it. There might be some ABS joints um, that didn't quite get sealed. I've seen some of them where you didn't necessarily see a leak, but you'd see the calcium build up around it or we, we like to call it calcium. It makes us feel better. Gotcha. Just some build up around you know, it. No you know. Some beads. Yeah, build calcium. <laughs> you know, but we, we just call it calcium or dirty dish water. You know, gotcha. either one of those makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> Um, ba- sorry, uh, as you say, another one in bathrooms. We still want to st- basement. You want to hang out there still? Well, we we sorry, passed basements. bathrooms a while. Ago, uh, well, I meant basements. So you can, yes, basements. Okay, basements. But basements. 
some of the older homes. I, I've only found it twice, um, but it, it was literally the cause of, of um, teenage kids taking really long showers in bathrooms that have really short ceilings and no ventilation and the, the water is actually building up on and soaking into your sheetrock and creating mold and smell. Mm. And that's actually where the smell's coming from because the drain and, and the plumbing's actually working properly. But over two or three years of time of soaking the walls with you know precipitation, you know those are things to watch for. Discoloration on the ceiling close to the shower. If you don't have like a window that would you would open to vent the steam or a bathroom fan that would vent the steam, you can get it there too. I don't know why it is, but like, my kids don't turn on the fan when they go into the bathroom. My wife doesn't necessarily go into the turn on the fan when they go in the bathroom. Um, Most coworkers don't either. Well, I'm not talking about for that reason. You're talking about me. I'm talking about like showers or whatever. So like, yeah, I, I almost feel, I have been super close to actually putting my bath fans on a freaking motion detector so that like when someone walks in, it just runs for half an hour, 45 minutes. You can, but, you can do it for five motion detector for five. So you're not running too much energy. A motion detector for five. That's what my kids bathroom fans on. Oh, the motion detector comes on and it yeah. only runs for five minutes. Yeah. But you can turn it up to 10, 15, well, you can set it whatever you want, but my kids don't do it either. And Got so it. I walk in and I'm ex- well. Now we're training them not to. And now I'm blown <laughs> like, away. I don't know. It just happens. Yeah, they exactly. move into it's a house. like those automatic headlights. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> people don't even know how to turn headlights on anymore or turn them off. Yep. Um, okay, so another thing while we're in basements, the last kind of thing we'll talk about that we have uh, that I've heard us discuss before, and that is if you have had any kind of backup in the past, whether you've had a uh, a mainline backup, or you might not even realize that there has been a backup in a newer house that you're on. Talk to me about talk to me about that and why that's causing a smell. Uh, uh, that's great, actually. I, I've run into that a handful of times. You know, a lot of people don't go into their utility room, you know, very often, and, unless they have like food stores that they pull from there or whatever. But um, your floor drain, if you have a properly working floor drain that's in that utility room, that's your lowest point. So it's going to come up there. And if you're getting some bubbling up every once in a while, toilet paper will come up. You'll never know because it'll go down. And when we come out to those calls, that's one of the things we talk to them about. Like, you know, you point out the toilet paper or there'll be a wider round wet ring around that, that floor drain. And that's proof that you got water slowly coming up at times and and really you're you're ticking time bomb before you get a really big backup so that's one of them the other one is they had a backup got into the carpet they decided to do nothing with it so now that black or gray water not clear water black or gray water is uh room temperature all the time so you know petri dish for all sorts of things and it kind of goes for any of the p traps as far as a big backup anywhere with the elevation of it being that sewage has backed up into them and it's not a very common used area you will have it's just kind of tip like we were talking about urinals and sinks and if that fresh water doesn't wash it out you're going to be smelling pee Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing you know um, but it's dirty dishwater so you've got a couple of issues there so one if it's something where the main line has some kind of blockage and it's coming up and going down and it's happening on a regular basis 
there's not really you need to have someone come out and camera the line and find out why it's not draining properly because you should not have that happen now if it is no, and, and the other thing is if it is it is a ticking time bomb before you have a real big backup sure yeah you end up with a main blockage right. and that is a warning sign so if you're noticing right. that be you know count yourself lucky that like you that's the thing is like people whenever that stuff happens it's all the way you look at it. You can look at it and be like, oh man, now I got to pay thousands of dollars to replace my main line. Or you can look at it and be like, wow, I'm really glad that I caught this before it. Not only did I, I'm going to end up having to pay the money to replace the main line, but now I've got to replace the carpet and the drywall and like all of this stuff. And it's just a big hassle and inconvenience. So anyway, so there's that one where it's happening periodically, but then the other issue that you talked about was a backup that has happened in the past that you didn't know about, and there's stuff collected on before the P-trap, and that's causing an odor. Is is there a way to get rid of that? There is. Um, jetters. Uh, we we do a lot of whole full house jetters where we'll we'll jet from the top fixture all the way down to the bottom fixture. so for those that don't know tell me what a jetter is uh, high pressured uh, water that scours and cleans uh, the whole pipe um, so it's like putting a special a specialized um or the, a, a pressure washer that you see people clean the concrete and with but there's a special nozzle at the end of it that makes the water do exactly what you see on the concrete but it does it to the insides of your pipes so if you've got any stuff building up it cleans it yeah yes. and you said the, the correct word specialized tool the jetter heads they have different kinds of uh, pressures and different kind of directions and so they're designed to go forward uh, a little bit sideways and backwards and and spin and scour all of the pipe because that's where a lot of the smell is is what's been caked on the pipe not the water that's flowing down the middle of the pipe but mm it's what's caked and so those it's not like just shoving a hose down there and hoping it gets it all the, the jetters are specialized in it and uh they have special heads we send down to clean those things gotcha and on on a uh, home that is working properly um you shouldn't be having backups obviously um so you you know, if you had a backup and you fixed the problem that caused the backup, it would be a really good way to get the smells out and get your pipes back to where they should be. But the only line, if it's a properly working system that you should be jetting, is your kitchen line. And um, since we're on that topic, it will touch on a little bit. But kitchen lines, they do build up because you're dumping grease and food and eggshells and stuff that sticks to the side of the pipe. So, gotcha. Um, any any anything else like we talked about at the beginning that people think that things come from a broken pipe and we just discussed a ton of things that aren't that that are way more common and things that you could investigate and look for yourself but talk to me about some of those more rare cases if you have looked for all of this other stuff what are the most common things that you and we say most common but these other things that we just discussed what are the less common things that you do come across where that are causing odors or causing issues if you so we discussed crawl spaces and underground before, right? Yep. So if you've got um, drain lines above ground, they're going to run through the wall somewhere. And if you have a crack, it's going to let the water out, um, a crack that we possibly can't see with a camera. And on older homes, you probably can't get a camera in that small of a pipe. You'll, we have noticed wall damage, sheetrock damage. And, and that's a good sign that your drain line is broken and leaking water. 
and things like that, or your crawl space. Those are things where those are things that we have come across where the pipe was broken, and that is what's calling the, causing the smell. If most of your drain lines or all of your drain lines are underground, um, it, it re that's really not where the smell is coming from. It's got to make it through, you know, 18 inches of dirt and then concrete, or if it's outside, it's got to make it through a minimum of five feet of dirt before it comes up through the grass. And so really, if it is a drain line that's causing the smell, uh, a lot of times you'll be able to see it in the sheetrock because it's above ground leaking through. I've noticed, uh, I've seen this done a couple of times on, on YouTube where uh, people will do a, uh, a smoke test on the vents to identify uh, breaks in the venting. Um, you know, if, if, it's, if it's broken near uh, your HVAC system and it's getting pulled into the duct and that's being blown out. So that's, that's a, a, a rare case too. I'm, I'm assuming that doesn't, I've seen it happen in other parts of the country more. I haven't necessarily seen that happen a lot here. Is that something that you guys run into, vents uh, breaking like that? Not so much vents breaking, but more debris got in them and plugged them and caused a backup. Uh, but not not so much not me you know and i'm not, I'm not speaking for all of our technicians now, but not me. breaking i guess like we 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 go to all ages of homes and so on the newer homes where they you know are uh built from the 90s and up you know that they're using materials that aren't rotting out like the stuff from the 70s and 80 early 80s below so there are cast irons, there are transites, clays, asbestos. There's a lot of different pipes that are um, not necessarily breaking, but just worn out rotten. They all, it has a lifespan. And so a lot of the older homes where we're finding some of those things, it's not that it's broke, it's just, it just needs to be updated. It's worn out. You know, and it's been years since it happened at my house, but I'm remembering now that like, if you open, you know, like you're, for us, we have a really old house. I mean, our house was built and it's been remodeled and gone through and updated on some things, but our house was built in the thirties. And there was a time when we opened, we would open the, the cabinet doors underneath the kitchen sink and we'd get a, a, a big whiff of like smell. We cleaned everything. We were looking for leaks and did all of that stuff. We ended up having a plumber come out and someone had just it was vented right underneath and it was the, the vent smell was just coming mm -hmm. right underneath. And there was a cap that they were able to, to put on to let that was, that was auto made vent. an auto vent so that yeah. it was made. So it would let the air come in, but it would keep those gases and stuff yeah. out. And mm -hmm. so anyway, I, I don't, uh, how to, once someone decides that, Hey, I've done all of my due diligence. I've looked, I can't find anything, but I'm still having a persistent smell. Who do they call? How, how do you how do you get this resolved at this point any any licensed plumber is going to be the one to call uh, plumbers going to understand the drain system the way the vents work um, uh, they're going to understand some of the issues in probably in the neighborhood that you've been in on the age of the homes and and so any licensed plumber yeah okay. we, we say uh, licensed plumber because they there there is science behind that as you, in our last podcast chasing did a really good job of going through a lot of that and they understand that really well with the p traps and the like Matt said, how, how high this, the vents need to be above the house and things like that. And those are things that homeowners won't know. And so once you've covered all of the basics, then you can call the expert in to really, really dive into it for you. Cool. Well, this is a good episode. I hope this uh, brought people a lot of value. 
That's it for the show. Uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode of In the House. We release new episodes every Tuesday. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Do me a favor. Go to uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a review of the show. Let us know what you think. I'd like to thank my guests, Matt and Jesse, for being here. Austin for helping us out, co-producing behind the scenes and everyone else that helps to make this show possible. If you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, go to anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House. Thank you.